What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Simple Man's Guide to the Good Life. Just like last week, I'm recording this uh, after getting back from the gym, after having another just amazing, great session. Got out of the shower. Very tired. <laughs> um, it's, it's all hitting me. But um, it's funny, man. These podcasts, I have an idea for what I'm going to do for a podcast like early on in the week. And then stuff happens over the course of the week or... You know, like today something happens and it, it changes what I want to talk about. Um, and that's really, again, the point of this podcast. It's almost like a verbal journal, but I'm very transparent. I'm very open. I'm very vulnerable on these podcasts with like things that I'm doing, that I'm going through, that I'm working on, that's helping me live a thriving, transcended life and on that path to the good life. And I'm just sharing kind of my tales and my story in hopes that maybe it'll resonate with some of you, connect with some of you, give you little tools to maybe try and do for yourself. Um, and so that's all this really is. And uh, it, it's kind of nice to have an idea and then on the fly switch it because something happens, as happens in life, that I want to talk about. And that's kind of what happened today. Um, you know, the, the title of this podcast is Anger. Just just anger, right? Anger is an emotion. Um but it, this podcast is going to go deeper than just anger. Uh, you know, I feel as if there has been a lot of judgment, a lot of repression of certain emotions in modern society uh, for lots of different reasons, whether that's political reasons, religious reasons, uh, whatever it may be. But one of those is anger. And I'm just going to speak for myself here. I've been very judgmental of myself for knowing that there is a part of me that is angry. And it's a normal human emotion, but it's been demonized so much in modern culture because unfortunately many people act on their anger in very unhealthy ways. But anger is a healthy emotion and we shouldn't be repressing it. We shouldn't be demonizing it. We should accept it as part of who we are and then figure out where it's coming from, why it's happening, and figure out if there are healthy outlets for it. Repression never works, right? Of any emotion, of any aspect of ourself. We know scientifically and anecdotally, anytime we decide to repress, repress, repress certain feelings, certain emotions, nine times out of 10, that repression ends up causing someone to crack and act on that repressed feeling or emotion in a very unhealthy way and sometimes a destructive way. We as a society need to be more open to all aspects of the human condition, all of the different emotions and feelings we run with, accept them, and then figure out healthy ways to talk about them, to maybe be able to act on them if there are healthy emotional outlets to do so. And anger is one of those things. I really feel as if why a lot of unfortunate, tragic things happen, especially when it comes to young men and boys, is that one, anger has been demonized and repressed and boys and men, speaking as one myself, don't feel as if it's okay to talk about, slash don't feel as if there's many outlets anymore to act on that. I was very lucky growing up. I played football and football is still a big thing, but football itself has been demonized a lot. And, you know, there is the issue of brain damage, understandable. But, you know, sports in general, for boys and girls, 
it's a great emotional outlet, right? Physical activity, being able to connect with our inner warrior, right? Which was the to topic of the last episode. We should not demonize that. It's part of who we are, right? As humans, we've gone through evolution. There are warriors within us. And we need to have healthy outlets for that. We shouldn't judge that, right? And when we have healthy outlets for it, we're able to act on these emotions, these inner feelings in healthy ways and not have it bubble up to the surface in society in unhealthy ways and shootings and all these crazy things. And again, I'm not saying that's the, the only solution. Of course, there's many. But again, talking as a boy who played football and, and has this inner warrior, this inner angry, angsty aspect to himself that needs to be let out, I've repressed that side of me for the better part of my 20s. And what's happened over the past three weeks here is in my training, I have come to the conclusion that I had, need to, had needed to make friends with this side of myself. I needed to accept that there is this angry inner fighter, this warrior, and I shouldn't judge myself for it. I shouldn't label it as bad for having this emotion. Instead, I should connect with it, accept that it's part of who I am, and figure out is there a healthy outlet for it nowadays for me. I'm not playing football anymore, right? And there is. I, I own a gym. I lift weights. But I've yet to really allow myself to go to a angry fighter warrior mentality dark place in the gym for fear of judgment. Again, I have this fear of judgment. I've, I've worked to become this compassionate, empathetic, loving man that, you know, um, I think is needed in society. But because of that, anytime anger or emotions that I deem unhealthy or, you know, bad, I guess, just quote unquote bad, I stuff them down instead of accepting that they're part of who I am and they're not bad, it's part of the human condition. So I, I've said screw it the past three weeks and I've just let this inner rage, this inner anger out in a controlled setting, in a 90 minute weightlifting session. And I do it once a week. And I'm going very heavy on back squats when I do this. And I grunt, I yell, I scream, I cuss. I talk to the bar as if I'm going to war with it. And I think a lot of people would look at this and go, man, this is really over the top. This is really dramatic. But you're not feeling what I'm feeling. In those moments, it's cathartic. It's therapeutic. I am connecting with a part of myself that I've stuffed down for the better part of 10 years. And it feels freeing. It feels like an out-of-body experience. And in doing so, I, I hit a 400-pound back squat today. I haven't touched a 400-pound back squat in four years, and I'm not even doing a crazy strength cycle. Like All of this is mental, and it's, it's confidence, and it's allowing myself to transcend my normal experience because I'm connecting with all aspects of who I am, the good, the bad, the yin, the yang, the light, the dark, you know, all of these tropes and everything through the eons, they're there for a reason. We are complex beings. And I've been allowing myself to let this complexity just out, understanding that I'm in a controlled environment. I'm in the gym. I'm being very, very over-the-top aggressive in a 90-minute session where, for all intents and purposes, it's accepted. But what I'm also doing is allowing myself to not care about judgment, which is also very freeing. I usually, if, 
if I were to do this, it's not like this is the first time I'm lifting heavy. I've been lifting for 17 years at this point, but I very rarely let myself be over the top and scream and grunt and yell and do all that kind of stuff in a serious manner where I really mean it. I may do it jokingly, but I've really meant it these past three weeks. And I don't usually do that because again, like I said, fear of judgment. I, well, what, what do people think about me in here? Are they going to think I'm a toxic male or, you know, and I kind of mentioned this last week to where these past three weeks I go, I don't care. This is who I am in this moment, in this 90 minute session. This is Sean. This is who I am. This is who I need to be to make this happen. And I don't care what anybody thinks because I'm the one going to war right now. And if this is what I need to do to feel free, to feel open, to feel strong and confident, who cares what anybody else thinks about me? I know who I am. I am a loving, compassionate person who just wants to help people. But in this moment, uh, in this moment, I'm going to war and that's what I need to be. And it's been great. And what happened today with the 400 pound back squat was something that I think a lot of people could use in their life is there was this massive swing of emotions going on, right? I went for a 400 pound back squat and I failed it. And Sean of old, who kind of wasn't in this headspace, would kind of go, okay, I'm going to pack it in. I'm going to, I'm going to go like, I'll come back to this next week. This is the smart thing to do. But I committed to this fighter warrior mentality. I'm not going to go down without a fight. I'm going to go down swinging. I knew, and I knew I could hit this weight and it's, it's all been a mental thing. These training sessions have turned into a mental thing for me. And I said, that's old Sean. This is new Sean. I put the weight back on the bar and I put it back on the rack. And if you guys follow me on social media, you probably saw, I started having a conversation with the bar talking about how it wants me to quit. It was hoping I'd pack it up and go home, right? Obviously the bar doesn't think that. What I was really doing was talking about what I used to do. I was talking about the mentality, the headspace I used to be in, playing small, right? But being in this new headspace, I go, I'm going, I, if I'm going down, I'm going down with a fight. I'm giving everything I have. I am just in this right now. I am angry. I'm fighting. I'm in a battle, right? And I, I went for it again and I got it. And I was overcome with just this wild emotion of one, I turned around, I flipped the bar off, I cussed it out, right? And again, some people are like, God, this is so over the top. But man, when you are all in on something emotionally and when you are committing to something like this and you've, your, your whole inner headspace has been telling yourself, you're gonna do this thing, you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it, and you fully commit to it and then you fail and then you try again and you hit it, I don't, I don't understand how you could not have some crazy emotional response to it. So I went from just being over the top excited, cussing the bar out, flipping it off. And then there was like this 10 second window where no, like nothing. And then I started crying. I was overcome with such joy because of the confidence that that just gave me. I had committed to this thing. I had been feeling like I've been in a fight for three weeks trying to do this 400 pound back squat. I failed it. I told myself, no, I'm not going down without a fight. I put the weight back on the bar. I'm doing something that I wouldn't normally do and going forward again. And I hit it. And I proved to myself in that moment, I am worthy. I am a fighter. I am capable. I am strong. All of these things that we tell ourselves, but until you put yourself in the gauntlet and you actually prove yourself to it, we don't know. And it, I just was overcome with 
love and happiness and joy and, and true belief in myself. And it was beautiful. I just cried. And again, some people are like, oh, this is so over the top. But, you know, until you, you are in this situation, judging somebody for this is a very easy thing to do, right? And so I, I say all this because I think we don't have enough outlets for this in society, right? This whole podcast is about talking about modern society and so many people kind of just living zombie-like states through life and, and how can we, different tools and different things we can do to live a thriving and transcended life and be on that path to a good life. And I think this is, has to be one of those ways. And you know, a lot of people say like, yes, I work out for my mental health. And that's because most people just enjoy working out and there's nothing wrong with that. But how many people are allowing themselves or feel safe enough to let out their inner demons, to connect with that inner warrior, to push themselves to the point where they may fail and they're okay with it because what they, they know they're doing is they're committing to themselves, right? That's what I did. I committed to myself to doing this and did not, if I failed, it's not a fail, it's a miss, but I'm committing to fighting. I'd rather fight and fail than just give up and play it safe. That's where true emotional outlets come from, right? Being able to let aspects of yourself out that maybe you're repressing or you don't want to let out because of fear of judgment and having a space to do it. You know, for some of us, it, you know, they have um, rage rooms where you can break stuff, break glass, you listen to angry music. That's a beautiful thing. Rage, anger, it's inside of us. You shouldn't judge yourself for having these things. But what we need to do is come to terms with them and find healthy emotional outlets. For some people, it's jujitsu, it's mixed martial arts, right? And maybe anger isn't your only emotion, um, but that's the one I'm talking about because that's, again, this is my story. Maybe you have something else. Stop repressing it. Come to terms with it and start to connect dots. One, why? And then two, are there healthy outlets for me to represent this emotion and what comes after? And this is the big thing here for me, guys. I've worked really hard to be a loving, empathetic, compassionate person because I love other humans and I want to help just humans live better lives and, and, and helping the individual human live better thriving lives. I like to think that then the community I work within and then society as a whole will continue to get better. That's at least my hope and my belief. But at times that can be really hard for me and I think everybody can relate to that. We're not always that person if that's who we're trying to be. What I've found over the past three weeks is letting out all of this like inner rage, inner angst, passion, all this kind of stuff in these lifting sessions, kind of the rest of the week, I'm more authentically and fluidly that person that I want to be. It's so much easier for me to be non-judgmental, to be authentic in my conversations, to be authentically empathetic and loving because I'm not also fighting this repression of this maybe inner anger and angst I have. It, I've let it out. I've let the demon out in this controlled environment. It's not really there right now. And I can just fluidly be this loving person I want to be. To the point where, like after I hit this 400 pound back squat today and I had this crazy 90 minute just emotional session, 
I was packing up and we had a class going at my gym. And sometimes when I'm getting ready to leave, there can be like friction for whatever reason of me saying goodbye and, and hope everybody has a great workout and all that. Not because I don't feel that way. It's just, I don't know, the way my brain works. Sometimes, again, I'm just like judgmental about myself or whatever. Like, what are people thinking about? I don't know. There's a layer of, of thought going on there. And it, there can be some friction for me to just wish everybody like, hey, have a great workout. If I don't see you guys, have a great weekend. I'll usually end up saying it, but there was like friction to get me to that point. Today, it was so fluid. Like I genuinely, fluidly just was like, have a great workout, everybody. Hope you got, if I don't see you, hope you have a great weekend. Love you guys. It was like there was no extra layer of thought or effort put into that. It was so fluid, right? And again, because that's just how I am as a human, my mental space, there is a side of me for whatever reason. I, I'm doing the work to, to know the reasons why, but I don't think anger or any of those things will ever go away, nor do I think they should. I think it's a healthy aspect of the human experience to have some of these quote unquote bad emotions that society has labeled as bad. It's only bad if you act on them in really unhealthy ways and you're hurting others. That's when it's bad. But it is totally healthy and normal if you're able to integrate, understand, and have healthy outlets for it. And that's kind of the point of, of this podcast today is like for whatever emotions or feelings or you know, uh, urges, God, whatever, right? That you have repressed your whole life or that society or your religion or whatever has deemed bad, can you instead, instead of repressing, can you accept, can you integrate? And by integrate, I mean understand where it's coming from and build it into your story of your life. And then can you find healthy outlets for it? And then when you find healthy outlets for it, can you reflect on how you feel after the fact, right? Connect the dots. O23 course, the holistic lifestyle coaching that I do, they have a set ABC, always, ABCD, always be connecting dots. I love that, right? And for me, I know that this is working so well, not only from the numbers aspect, I'm squatting heavy, I've never felt more strong and confident in myself, and that's bleeding out into my real life. But then after the fact, the hours, days after, I am embodying more of who I want to be. I feel like I'm transcending my normal experience that I've been experiencing. And, you know, for the most part, I've, I've really liked who I am and the journey I've been on prior to these past three weeks. It's just another layer, another component. And again, I'm just doing things to continue to experiment on my own existence, on my own being. And that's really the ultimate goal we should have is on this path to a good life is always be experimenting with stuff. Try different things. Don't get into a rut and just be doing the same things over and over again when it comes to your experience, right? Try different meditation practices. Try different workout routines. Try different energy levels of things, right? Just try, try, try. And that's kind of the journey I've been on three weeks. I've tried this new thing with how I want to show up in the gym and how I want to embody kind of my inner shadow, which again, we talked about last week and I have a podcast on the shadow. And I've really connected with my inner shadow and become friends with my inner shadow. And in doing so, I feel like I'm living a more authentic version of myself. And I don't care about what people think about my authentic self because I know who I am. I know what my North Star is. I know I'm trying to be a loving, empathetic, caring guy. And along the way, I'm gonna make mistakes, but along the way, there's also gonna be opportunities for me to represent this other side of me that's just this testosteroned out, aggressive dude. And that doesn't take away 
from this other side of me. And if anything, it emboldens that side of me that is loving and empathetic and compassionate. And um, so, yeah, my challenge to you guys, continue to get in touch with your shadow. Try to really ask your yourself, like, what emotions, what urges, what things about yourself do you repress consistently? Can you come to terms with them, not judge yourself for them, and instead integrate it into your story? If you need to talk to people about it, talk to professionals about it, do that. And then in talking to them or doing your own journey and inner work, can you find healthy outlets for them? Healthy outlets meaning outlets where you're not hurting anybody, where it may serve you, you know. Um, and, and that's a great, great way, I think, to live a better life, live a more transcendent life, and ultimately start to really like yourself. I've talked to my girlfriend recently, and I just said, like, I really like who I am right now. And there's a difference between loving yourself and liking yourself. Loving yourself, right, self-love is um, something, but liking yourself is liking the aspects of how you're showing up in day-to-day life, the habits you embolden. And I've been on a big journey of self-love the past year, and I do love who I am, but I haven't gotten to the point until very recently where I like who I am. I like letting out my inner warrior. I like the fact that I have crude language, but I can still be professional. I like the wacky way that maybe I see the world. I like my routines. I like how I philosophize a lot, you know? So, but that comes with accepting kind of all aspects of who we are and always trying to improve, right? And just come from this non-judgmental place about who we are and instead on the things we want to improve, integrating and how do we do that? How do we accept maybe the quote-unquote bad aspects of ourselves? So anyways, on a tangent now. Challenge this week for you guys. Continue to make friends with your inner shadow. Ask yourself, what aspects of me do I repress? Do I stuff down for fear of judgment or for having being taught or told by society or whatever upbringing that it's bad? Can you integrate it? Can you find healthy outlets for it? That's kind of my challenge to you guys this week. Doesn't have to be some crazy heavy squat session like I've been doing or anything like that. It could be, it could be anything, man. Uh, the journey is yours. I'm just giving mine. So, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you're able to spend some time with that and um, start to live a more transcendent life and continue this path to a good life. All right, guys, have a great week. And see you next time.